Thank you all for joining us tonight. Good evening. We're so glad that we got Carmen back with us tonight. Yay! Thank Hallelujah. You, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Amen. You've been through the meal, girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes. But you know what? But you look good. God sustains me. That's that's all I have to do is just relax. Amen. Trust him. Amen. So glad you could make I'm it. Glad home. you're here with us, Carmen. Well, ladies, thank you all for um for being with us tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to wish you a good evening and let you know that this is Life's Uncertain Journeys weekly podcast, where we engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we live in, but from a biblical perspective. I am Nadine Davis, your host tonight, and I have back with me tonight, our beloved co-host, Alicia Lockard, who's going to welcome you. Hello, everyone. Good evening and welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to be back. I had a wonderful time away, but I did miss being here. But y'all know God was with me and I took his word right on with me and he was in the midst of everything I was doing. So I just want to say welcome to first timers. We're so glad you joined us today and welcome back to our regular listeners and our participants. Life on Certain Journey is a Christian interactive uh, broadcast podcast and so we encourage you to jump right on in with your questions and comments and let be led by the holy spirit there's mm-hmm. no nothing wrong with any question and nine times out of ten if you think it somebody else wondering too so if right. let the holy spirit use you let them feel you and 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 we're going to just use our time we're thankful for it week after week but we're going to use our time to edify and glorify god and lift each other up and draw us closer to him um mm-hmm. we can be uh joined by several methods uh social media methods um to include youtube where it's recording and you can go back and check it at your leisure for you know new content uh nadine keeps it up to date and new content and um you know old stuff that you may want to go back and listen to or something you heard and you want to clarify or hear again so uh please click like and share if when you visit and please do visit and then we have the other ones um i heart and some of the other ones that i always forget but we, <laughs> <laughs> we have several ways and of course this is a live one in zoom so you will be able to participate here and ask questions but on the other ones you can facebook live me us and i will see your comments and bring it to the group so thank you all for being here and i look forward we look forward to your participation this absolutely season. absolutely thanks Alicia. yep so very much um uh, for those of you who might be new on with us tonight please mute your your microphone so that uh, we can keep out any kind of background noise and once we get into the conversation mode, of course, you can turn it off. And uh, we, we are hoping that you will get involved in our conversation. Um, this, um, this is a, a live, as Alicia said, this is a live interactive Christian podcast. That means that we can actually exchange um, conversation that those who are here in our live um, Zoom studio we get to exchange, um, you know, have an exchange of conversation. And so 
by all means, you can do that. And like Alicia said, she'll see you all on Facebook that might want to comment on anything that you hear saying tonight. Um, I would also like to thank um, anyone who is listening through one of our podcast providers like iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify and some of the others. Um, I pray you are blessed and encouraged by this podcast. And if so, could you please just comment and let us know, just send it to lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. We really would love to hear from you. Any questions or comments that you might have, we would be more than happy to, uh, to respond to. Um, but before we get started uh, in this episode uh, this week, uh, we are still looking at this uh, word apostasy and what it means, how it impacts us. And I was just telling my husband today that, um, you know, I, I don't know why, but it just seems to be like, you know, like sometimes you get a chicken, uh, a fish bone caught in your throat and you just can't get it out. Well, that's the way I feel about this particular subject. And I can't, um, you know, move on until I really feel that I've exhausted what, what, uh, what God has for us. So, um, Paulette, could you please just go ahead on and open us up with prayer? Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm, thank you. Heavenly father, we thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. God, thank you for this day. God, this is a day we've never seen before. We'll never see again. But father God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank God, you. that great love that you have, not just for the ones that are called by your name, but the whole world, God. Yes, Lord. God, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but oh. have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. Father God, that's love based on nothing that anybody has done, but based on you, who you are. God, we thank you for that. God, we thank you for all the gifts and the talents, God, that you have equipped, Lord, your people with, Lord, to bring about uh, uh, information, Lord, to the whole world, just mm -hmm. as you said do. Go into all the world. So, Father God, we thank you for that. Thank God, you. man may think that it was his idea, but God, that was your idea from the beginning. Mm -hmm. God, you proclaimed it and you have provided that way, Lord, for mm -hmm. your word, Lord, to go into all the world. God, thank and you. we thank you for that. God, mm -hmm. we praise you for that. God, we thank you for your word that will be proclaimed today. God, for every person that's listening now, or maybe they'll listen later. Mm -hmm. God, give them ears to hear what your spirit has to say. God, we just give you the praise right now. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Man, thank you so much, Paulette. Really do appreciate those prayers. Um, every week I like to remind everybody that, uh, my husband and I, um, have, uh, oversee a Charlotte Christian fellowship, um, which is an outreach that, you know, has been called by God to proclaim the gospel and make disciples. 
And so we host a virtual Bible study every Thursday at seven o'clock PM called New Beginnings. And uh, we just started a new study on the book of Ephesians. And we'd love to have you join us if you so desire. Um, all you have to do is visit our website, charlottechristianfellowship.org, and you will find there a link that will bring you right on into our virtual Zoom study. That's Thursday, every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, Hebrews 5, 12 through 14 um, gives us um, a reference to what God's uh, desire is for each and every one of us, especially those uh, of us at this particular uh, juncture in history, because there's just so much that's taking place um, around the world, in our cities, in our families, and so forth and so on, that um, God is desiring that those of us that have been in the way for a while that you know, we would actually step up to the plate and, and really do what God put us here to do. And I'm going to read uh, this excerpt from um, Hebrews 5. And it says, I'm reading at verse 12. He um, says, for when you, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. But everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are a full age or those that are mature, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And I share that scripture um, just to let uh, those of you that are listening tonight hear that, that, that hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us through that passage of scripture um, to, um, to believe that God is calling us to, to step up, step out in service to him. Those of us who have heard the call, I'm not speaking to those who have not heard the call, but there are those who might be listening that have, and you're you know, resisting, or you're looking at yourself as inadequate, or whatever the reason. But um, I'm hoping to encourage you um, to participate in our Spiritual Maturity Mindset Masterclass. Um, and registration is going to be starting soon. But uh, I just want you to keep your ears and eyes alert for it. And just pray about it until the time you hear uh, the registration begins, whether or not you believe that God is really moving on your heart to, um, to share your faith and, and ministry to him or service to his, his people. Um, if God has called you and this is something that you want to pursue, I think this class will do you good. So we're going to be looking forward to that. Um, the podcast tonight is, like I said, still stemming from the same subject, subject of apostasy. And whether we believe it or not, apostasy is a real danger to the Christian faith in our day. In this week's episode, what we're going to try to get to um, is an idea of what it looks like in our day 
and why it's such a threat to Christianity. We also want to discover ways to protect ourselves, to stay strong in the faith and how to persevere because that's what Jesus calling to do. It's not like he didn't warn us that this day certainly was gonna come, he did. He warned us that this day would come and it's here. But it's not a time for us to uh, shrink back. Hello, it's not a time for us to shrink back in fear or to um, think that um, this is a time for us to um, just uh, let it all hang out and, you know, wind up being so caught up in worldly activities that we, we become desensitized to the Holy Spirit trying to speak to our hearts because our focus is elsewhere. Those are the kinds of things that Jesus was trying to warn his disciples about, you know, and letting them know that in this day, deception is going to be rampant. And this, this is also a, a time in which the enemy of our souls is seeking whom he can devour. We've got to stay alert. We got to stay vigilant and we got to stay prayed up. And so that's why I wanted us to uh, just consider these things uh, uh, as uh, a warning for us who the Bible says that we need to be careful lest we fall. In other words, we can't be so um, complacent in our faith and in our walk that we think, oh, it'll never happen to me. I'm a witness. That's not a good thing to say because the Bible tells us we, we have to be mindful of these things. We have to be sober. We need to be vigilant. We cannot be mincing and mixing with the world and thinking that we won't get caught up because we will. I mean, we're no, we're no match for this, for uh, the spirit that's running rampant in our world today, especially the, uh, the devil, but Christ wants to give us everything that we need. So that's what we want to talk about tonight. And um, apostasy in Christianity is, um, and, and I was amazed to find this uh, explanation among the, uh, uh, in the dictionary, how you like that but it is the rejection of Christianity by someone who formerly was a Christian and who wishes to be removed from the formal uh, church registry. Doesn't want to have anything to do with church anymore. Uh, and you may know some people that fit into this category for whatever reason, they've stepped away from the faith. They walked away. You don't see them anymore and things like that. And, um, you know, the sad thing is that there are some that are suffering from this very thing called apostasy. The term apostasy comes from the Greek word apostasia, meaning defection or departure. And I think I shared with you last week about that um, understanding that the Lord was letting me see that, you know, most true soldiers that sign up and list for to go to war they don't do it because they're afraid of dying. They do it because they are willing to die for, for, for what they believe in. And so we as Christians um, should have that same kind of mindset. Uh, we didn't become Christians just because we wanted to be at ease in Zion or we wanted a sugar daddy, God, to be able to provide us things. Because if we did, then we got in for the wrong reason. 
That's not the reason for following Christ. Prayerfully, you heard his call to yield your life to him and that he had, he is your savior, your only savior. And so that was, uh, was a, put that stirring in your heart and your desire to know more about him and to follow him, but not for some of the world's, uh, reasons for why people are Christians. Apostasy is a theological category describing those who have voluntarily and consciously abandoned their faith in the God of the covenant, who manifests himself completely in Jesus Christ. So um, what are some of the what are some of the traits you would consider of apostasy in our day? Could any of you think of anything that you have witnessed um, that signified that apostasy was happening in our world today? Um, I can think of a few, Nadine. Mm -hmm. um, and I had never heard that term. And when I saw the topic, I, I too looked it up. And like yours, it says, it's the formal disaffiliation from or abandonment of or re-nonification of religion by a person. It can also be defined within the broader context of embracing an opinion that is contrary to one's previous religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, when I when I said that and heard your when I read that and heard yours now, the things that come to mind and answer to your question is taking in God we trust off of our uh, currency. Um uh, taking prayer out of schools. Um, yes, those are good ones, Alicia. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's the start, you know, it's the start mm -hmm. of, you know, to separate. And, they, and, and the government, the uh, political arena now says we separate uh, politics and in, in, uh, state. Oh, no, in, in the church, mm -hmm. which is that, yeah. Separate those two. Well, it was founded on those two. And now they separate it. And the further we get away, the further we get away from God, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he's not leading us because we've said, oh, you, that ain't your business. We're going to do this over here and you can't cross the two. Well, where that, where they do that at? Mm -hmm. Not in my house. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, the, the other thing is that it's been going on for a long time. It's not like here we are in 2022, 2020. Uh, one and all of a sudden apostasy just shows up no like jan was explaining that to us last week it's a process you know it just don't you know you just don't get here like that but um we have seen in our own day those of us who are um you know are, are watching the news and things that have been going on in our world uh realize that things are changing and that people are no longer uh, valuing uh, a relationship with God as something worth doing, you know, and because um, because the world or our culture is embracing this ideology or this way of, of life, in some cases, especially young, tender um, converts, they wound up getting sucked up into that thing. You know, and before you know it, they're they're often or or at least uh, considering things that are absolutely positively not true, and therefore, uh, you know, getting themselves in trouble. 
because they're they're believing that this is the this is the way it is, especially the young ones that are born into this new generation, generation X. I don't know what they call this generation. What do they call this generation? They got a name for it, don't they? They got a whole lot in this past. Millennials. 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 Yeah. And I think there's a Z. Yeah, Generation Z and all that other kind of stuff. I was filling out something the other day and I forgot, I forgot what it was. And, you know, it was asking me my designation, you know, whether I'm a want to be referred to as a he or a she or her or this. and I'm saying what is that all about <laughs> you know it's it, it's just a sign it's just a, a confirmation of sorts that our world or our culture has totally stepped away from uh, the faith that it was established on especially you know our nation and so forth and so on so um we understand that because of these things, uh, we are seeing this uh, apostasy of, you know, people leaving the faith and starting whole new, whole new, new uh, types of, of ministries and so forth and so on. So, um, one of the key elements to draw people away in our day is temptation. You know, it's just without goes without question. There are certain, um, not ideologies, but the ways of thinking that our culture have that um, for in many ways take precedent above what, what God, God's word says to us. And unfortunately in dealing with um, you know, our personal lives and so forth and so on, if we're not careful, some of those things will draw us into a, into a lie. Like, you know, um, I know in some churches back in the day, I don't know if they still do it to this day or not, but there was a um, an, an, an opportunity given um, to women to pursue men. Okay, I know it sounds crazy, but that's the way they believe, you know, this, um, it's almost like the name and claim. It was a part of that same kind of ideology where, um, you know, we were uh, thought to think more about our personal desires than, than teaching people to seek the will of God for their lives. And so the go-to is no longer God or his word, it's what I need and what I want. And so those kind of temptations can get us into trouble. They can really be uh, like Jane was telling us last week about how subtle, you know, deception is. And, you know, the, the, the sad thing about it is you can be deceived, but nine times out of 10, you won't know it until it's over. Yeah. yeah you know, Nadine, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're hitting on something in terms of um, deception or temptation. Sometimes uh, words like that, although we use them, it could be almost too spiritualized. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth because it is a spiritual battle. Uh, I'm going to put some flesh on it and I'm going to call it dissatisfaction. <laughs> I'm just dissatisfied. I'm disgruntled. I'm, I, I don't, I, so when people yes. are dissatisfied, they're looking for something and uh, it can Thank easily you. pull them or you can easily go into somewhere with a legitimate emptiness or void and wind up somewhere, at least on the path, mm-hmm. that you didn't even know. And before you know it, 
you didn't got hooked into something. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I like that, Jan. Thank you. You mentioned yeah. to, you mentioned that to us last week about words. That is the word dissatisfied, or you know, just you know, not not necessarily looking at it as something bad or something troublesome, but it's subtle to the degree that it will have us join a way to seek what it is or, or to at least try to figure out what it is that we think we need mm-hmm. and then wind up getting caught in a trap. Discontentment. Discontentment yes. is another good word. Thank you, yes. Liz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Scripture that says, you know, learn to be content. Yes. Yes. Satisfied, discontentment. Any other words y'all can think of? Okay, well, those are sufficient. Huh. I was uh, gonna traits. say huh. go ahead, baby. I was gonna say it's more of following the desire of your flesh. Yes, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's what's happening. Right. So that's exactly I think what happens. We know okay. that you know God is intentional. And it's funny, I've been gone for a couple of weeks and you hit temptation and my devotion. The, that's what I read about temptation. And it says that temptation, well, it says that, um, you know, as we read about the events, it's a warning sign. And it says, First um, Corinthians 10, Paul writes about temptation. He refers back to this section in the book mm-hmm. of Numbers and says that what is written here stands as a warning. And then it gives like, it says, what are we being warned about? What are the temptations? And the first one, it says witchcraft, sorcery, um, you know, and things like that. Then it says, you know, it tells the whole thing. And it says immorality and it says God substitutes and, um, you know, and then it encourages us that, you know, we don't have any temptation that we can't, God doesn't give us a way out. But I think it's not strange that I just read this and then <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> you know, he, he, he gives us those every almost every week. Thank but you, Lord. If you look at if you look at what happened in the garden, you'll see there a, a, a prescription that has followed all throughout the years, and it has not changed. It's the same three issues that plagues men today. And um it said that uh when when um when um, the serpent approached uh, Eve about, you know, did God really say? Um, and she went on to uh, listen to the conversation that the tempter, because that's what he's called, the tempter gave to her. So nine times out of 10, unbeknownst to us, the tempter is the source of, you know, our trouble because he'd be instigating stuff. Hey, Nadine, hold it there, ladies. Pick up on that. Uh, the tempter is true, but even a, a, a two sentence, two two words before that, the serpent approached Eve. Yes. So again, what my mama used to say is, "You ain't got to go looking for trouble. Trouble gonna find you." Absolutely. <laughs> Very good, Jan. That is the point that I'm trying to say. That we have an enemy who is focused and deliberate about leading us astray. And it's all about his, you know, his anger with God. God kicked him out of heaven. He ain't, I don't think he liked that too much. 
-hmm. It goes on to say that um, th this in verse six of chapter three of Genesis, it says the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and that the tree, it was a tree to be desired, mm -hmm. to make one wise. Okay. And these three uh, issues plague every man on it and woman on this planet. It's the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And all of those things were stirred in Eve when? When that other guy showed up. Okay. So all of that should, should let you see that, no, we're not in the garden anymore, but the same procedure is the one that's, that's taking everybody out. It's not, the devil doesn't have any new tricks. So we're just walking through the garden, you know, walking through life. Everything is wonderful. You know, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to run over here and do that. And then, but out, there it is, the temptation of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's smiling and grinning and all that other kind of stuff. And so it's just so, and, and the only reason I use that as an example, because that's what happened to me. Okay. I don't, I don't know about anybody else. But this flesh, this wicked thing here called flesh right here, you cannot trust it. You cannot trust it. And that's why we want to talk about the different um, things that's going to help keep us out of temptation. That's going to help keep us from uh, you know, being deceived. I was, um, what I was going to say earlier, um, what Ms. Jan said, and then what you just said about our flesh you know, what I had to learn in my spiritual walk is that, you know, wow. I'm a spiritual being and I have flesh, right? Yeah. How I look at it is you're separate from what has made me to be. I am his child. I am his being. And then I have this flesh that I'm always fighting and being single. It is, we, it is so important that we understand who we are in Christ and understand that God wants and is our everything, our loneliness, our one that we want to lean on and just watch Netflix. He's there because for me, my eternal life, my happiness, my peace is in him and not in men. And it's very hard single because like you said, you get the lust of the eyes, but that is your flesh talking. You get something that comes up to you. That's your flesh that's filling it understand who you are in the spiritual realm, understand who you are in Christ. And that has as a single person more purposeful than it was when I was a married person. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I see it, Carmen. I see um, all, all the, the comments. Thank you so much, uh, Cheryl, for bringing that to my attention. Um, be it, you know, be content in God and God alone. Jen, why is in why are we? This? Oh, she was talking about Generation Y. When okay. You were asking the different yes, generation. generation Y. Yes. <laughs> oh gracious! Well, I'm, I'm behind, but yeah. 
Somebody mentioned the topic of deconstruction. And I'm not sure what that is. Process of deconstruction. Hey, Miss Nadine, it's Darlene. I did. Hey, darling. Hey, how you doing? So um, you were talking about processing, like people who have like were Christians once and have completely walked away from like the faith Mm -hmm. and and like people, you know, I know Alicia was giving some examples, but what came to mind with me was some, you know, some things I um, have like researched and like looked up, but like a lot of people have started to like pick apart their faith and started to question it. And a lot of people have walked away and just kind of picked and picked and choose what, you know, what they want to believe in now, like the worldly things, instead of standing firm, like on the word. So a lot of people have just picked apart their faith. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of thinking about. I got you. I see what the deconstruction, how that comes in. Yeah. 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 It's, it's real people. And um, the thing that I'm praying that we don't do is be so lackadaisical with our walk. You know, um, I've seen this, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but there's been times like I'll go to the grocery store or someplace out and I'll see mothers with their children and let somebody that they know come up to them. They turn their eyes off their children. They turn their back to them and they get into a conversation. And they are that, you know, that's, you know, that's where they're focused. Having totally forgot they got this two or three-year-old standing behind them that can just walk away or anybody could actually come and, and, and snatch them up. And that little instance, um, you know, that little distraction, you know, as innocent as it, it, it may seem to them, can turn their whole world upside down. Do you understand what I'm saying? In that moment, the, 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 uh, the throes of the, uh, the friendship or, or whatever it is that is so strong that it will cause me to turn my back on my child and focus my attention elsewhere is, is, is a picture of what I'm trying to say, that that's how subtle this temptation and, and these uh, tricks of the enemy are, that it just doesn't seem like something that's that troublesome. You know, I just turn and I've heard many ladies say, I just turned my my head for one minute. No, it was more than a minute, but you didn't think it was nothing but a minute. And in that little bit of time, somebody snatched your baby and gone. But the the spiritual realm where these um, opportunities that Satan finds, little loopholes in our walk, he's going to take advantage of them, I'm telling you. The other thing is deception. Uh, Christians surf the internet and other sites Listen to various heresies and false teachings that are spread by teachers and prophets. I mean, they're, they're, they've got a whole line of all these different prophets that they'll listen to, you know, and oftentimes not, not being uh, aware that they're being seduced. Some of them are listening, listening to a doctrine of demons, theologies that draw them away from the truth. Their pure heart is looking for God. But is that listening to all these different, you know, these different um, teachers and preachers? I mean, it's one thing to find a consistent voice that you can um, confirm. 
but the searching and listening and trying to find all these different other kind of things can be problematic in our walk. That's why, you know, they have, um, you know, the church community, the church family for, so that there can be some, uh, not only consistency, but the Bible says you should know those that labor among you in the Lord. You know, not just lottie dotting everybody because you, just because they go to church doesn't qualify anything. You know, it's only determined through a relationship uh, that we get to understand and know who people are. So anyway, um, that, that is the, the other area that is troublesome to us. And that's, you know, running and ripping and running behind every other preacher, teacher, and, and, and prophet uh, can, be, can lead us to deception. And then finally, suffering. Suffering and persecution can cause people to quit. And um, I think my pastor was talking about this Sunday or somebody, oh, Pastor um, Gilbert was talking about how so many people who are in a state of suffering or, or persecution or something's you know, not going well in their lives, um, that they just give up and walk away from their faith. I know, cause I did it, you know, luckily God was, you know, looking out for me, but yeah, it happens. Persecution um, happens. Some people have lost their jobs, their social standing because of their faith, governing powers, you know, threaten them because of their allegiance to Christ and cause hardship and sometimes bust up families. At that moment, they're at a crossroads and they've got to decide, you know, I, I need to provide for my family. And then they, you know, of course, you know, there are those who will denounce Christ for the sake of their family. So these are the kinds of things that, that we are facing today and that we want to consider, especially in our personal walk. We have to take a healthy assessment of our own personal lives, and we shouldn't be cavalier about it or nonchalant about it. No, because it's too important. Um, uh, First Corinthians um, 10, 12 says, the one who thinks that he's standing firm should be careful that you not fall. So therein you see the scriptures is admonishing us, don't, don't, don't be falling back on, on our laurels, but to be wise, to be diligent. The Lord has been very gracious to us thus far in, in um, helping us uh, with this topic, and he's provided some great wisdom and revelation, and I hope that uh, we've been taking notes. Last week, the Holy Spirit shared some valuable information through um, our sister Jan, and um, I just wanted to spend a quick minute just kind of uh, uh, reiterating some of the things that she shared. Um, and Jan, if I get it wrong, please correct me. Uh, she shared that apostasy or the falling away happens because, mainly because of, of deception. And she clarified that though we may uh, use examples from this world as we you know, talk and try to make to talk about these things, but we've got to realize it is a spiritual thing. It's not a you know, a, a flesh, a human thing. It, the result of it, of course, is a matter of the flesh, but it's a spiritual issue. And everything in God's word is geared um, to be gleaned from a spiritual perspective. And, um, and I agree because uh, what we see happening in the flesh has a direct correlation to what's going on in the spirit realm. And she challenged us 
to uh, avail ourselves to understand these things from a spiritual perspective. Please look at it from a spiritual perspective because we are spirit. And, um, you know, a lot of times I know I have a, um, I don't even know what you call it, but I guess because I grew up in uh, a certain era, um, I tend to uh, speak in spiritual terms or in biblical terms. And, and I, I, I oftentimes, that's why I, I really thank God for, for having Alicia on board because she always will help me because that's the way I think, that's the way I live, you know, and that's the way I talk. And so, um, you know, God hasn't granted me the gift of, you know, being, because I'm not really out there, you know, involved in the lingo of the day. So, I, you know, so I, I don't even know how to transform, but I tell you what does say the Lord, you know, but, um, you know, even that has its issues, uh, especially when you're talking to people that really don't know the word. If they don't know the word, they can't even um, associate with what it is you're saying. You know, so she made that an important, it's, it's, words are critical. Words are critical to um, how we want to be able to not only express the word of God with people and also express and bear witness to the truths that we want to share with people. She said that people walk away because they've been uh, deceived like Eve was and that there's a subtleness to what Satan, to Satan's uh, being. He's sneaky. He's the most, what do you say? He's the most subtle creature that God created. So because of those things, we have to be mindful. We have to be, I don't want to use the word careful. Watchful is the word I want to use. The Bible says, be sober, be vigilant because the devil wants to devour you. See, he goes around seeking who he can devour. And especially those of us who claim that we love Jesus. Um, but I encourage us that as deliberate as Satan is to deceive us, we need to be twice as much diligent in ensuring that he doesn't. And so some of the things that we do to help us to, to get there is to stay connected to the vine. Jesus Christ is the vine and we are the branches. And he promises that if we stay connected to him, that he'll provide what we need. If someone could read John, 14, um, John 15, four through six, and somebody else pull up Proverbs three, five, and six, and then Matthew 16, 24 through 26. Okay, I got Proverbs. Okay. What was John again? John 15, four through six. Okay, I got John. And I'll get Matthew 16, 24 through 26. And whoever gets there first can, can read. I got Proverbs 3. Okay. Um, it's the easy to read version. And it mm -hmm. says, trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what he wants and he'll help you go the right way. Keep Amen. Going. Is that it? And, and most of us who know it in the King James Version, which says you're trusting the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. And the, the fact that we have to trust him, even for the things we don't, don't necessarily understand, because he's got the plan for us. We have a plan that we have for ourselves. OK, and we carry it out every day. But we have to get in the habit 
of checking in with our master. What does he tell you to do? Jesus said, I always do the will of my father. I do what he say do. Mm-hmm. See, I don't do. I don't do things on my own. We do things on our own. And then when things get troublesome or, or get messed up, then we wonder how in the world that happened. But if we start out, you know, acknowledging him and trusting him in these situations, you know, I think it'll be a great advantage to us. Okay. The, Who's King, got- James, the King James says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Amen. Go ahead, Tawanda. Okay. I have John. I'm doing from the English Standard Version. Okay. Um, it says, abide in me and I in you. Mm-hmm. As the branch, uh, I'm sorry, cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that, that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Say that if again. Abide, oh, say it again. Mm-hmm. Say that part again. Okay. It, I am. Apart from me. Okay. I'm sorry. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gone, are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. Yeah. And, and the point is that staying connected with Christ is a part, is critical because he tells you apart from him, you won't do it. You won't persevere. You will be deceived and you will yield to temptation because we don't have the power to fight things like that. God gives us power through his Holy Spirit, but it's it's through our relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why you got to stay connected. And then Matthew 16, 24 and 26 in the King James says, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. This is the hardest part. We don't want to deny ourselves. Mm -hmm. We want what we want when we want it. But he says, if you're going to come after me, you got to deny yourself. You got to take up your cross and follow me. And I think I've asked that question before. What does it mean to take up your cross? What? Huh? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but it's definitely some background going on. Okay. Background noise coming from somewhere. Somebody writing or whatever. But he he wants us to know that um, uh, we have to um, get into a frame of mind where we don't have any problem with denying ourselves. If we had to choose between what we want and what God said, what we want has to take a back burner. Carrying your cross, the cross is, 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 a, is a thing of death. That's where Jesus went. He took his cross and he died there. And he's saying that we've got to learn to die to our own desires and things like that. And it takes time, but God will help us. But if our desires are are flaming and and bursting out that, you know, 
there's no rain, there's no pullback. We just, you know, just, just out there, you know, there's danger in that. And so um, being able to know that we need to connect, stay connected to him. And then he says, you got to learn how to spend more fellowship uh, in a community of believers rather than a community of non-believers. Um, and if somebody can get Ecclesiastes 4, 9, 10, and Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. I got Hebrews 10. Okay, and then Romans 12, 4, and 5. If you got it already, darling, please go ahead and read it. Okay. You said Hebrews 10, 24, and 25? Uh-uh. Hebrews yeah, that's what I said. Hebrews 10, <laughs> 24, 25. I'll do that to me. NIV version says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on, on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. And, and, and that that's testifies to the fact that the kinds of things that we do when we come together, we've got to encourage each other. And now that's what Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 is about. And um, if nobody else has it, I'll read that one. Anybody got it? Hebrews 10, uh, I got it. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, let us consider one another to provoke um, unto love and good works. That sound familiar? Is that what you just read? Yes, ma'am. That's what I just read. That's what she just read. Romans 12, 4 and 5. Let me get that. What was the Ecclesiastics? Because I got it open. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. Okay, I have that one. Okay, Romans 12, 4 and 5 says, and I'm reading King James, uh, for as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ and every one member, one and every one members, one of another. One, one uh, version says, and, and every member belongs to the other. In other words, we belong to one another. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what, what do you have, um, Alicia, in Ecclesiastes? Four NIV, nine. Mm -hmm. Two are better nine than and ten. Nine and ten. Mm -hmm. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Correct. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Exactly. This is about being in, fel in the fellowship in the community of a believers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that we, we can't have other friends and things like that. But I'm talking about fellowship. I don't have any business fellowshipping with worldly people. They can't give me anything. I can't ask them for advice, wouldn't take no advice from them, you know, unless it's, you know, something like how to fix a, how to fix a tire or something like that, but it wouldn't deal with life. I know I'm not going to ask them, you know, because you know, what got... reminds me of Nadine is the, mm -hmm. you know, COVID came and all the churches shut down and we couldn't, you know, gather together in the house of God, like we normally do. Mm -hmm. and um it just and now they're starting to open back up i've been in the building like twice since they start open up and it's just a toe i mean you know you can look at a bayside baptist that's nothing wrong with that um but to get in and fellowship with the body of believers is so it gives i know i'm speaking for me a whole new um feeling a whole new 
experience, godly experience. Correct. And you Correct. know, Alicia, you say you're speaking for you, baby, but what you're doing is speaking truth. Uh, it's it's not an individual. How we experience it may be unique, but the truth is the same. And the truth is, is the Holy Spirit resides in his bride called the church. So we have one Holy Spirit, many members. So when you go to this church, that church, in the, in the body of believers, the Holy Temple, his spirit is um, evanescence. It just, it just rises up. <laughs> yes. And yeah, so that's what we're experiencing is his spirit. Everybody who's a believer should experience that in the body. And you know what? Thank you for that. You didn't realize it, Jan, but you just chastised me. And let me tell you how. No, let me tell you seriously. In the beginning of this, Nadine talked about how we fall away and how we start to um, slowly get away. And I said, taking prayer out, taking God we trust. Well, when I said, for me, that was a worldly caveat as not to offend anybody else who don't believe what I believe. And that's what we've learned to do. So that if, you know, I ain't pressing, I ain't putting my, you know, belief on you or I'm not pressing you. So as soon as you said that, I said that, that, you know, you don't have to wow. do that, especially in this group, but yes. just in general, you don't have to do that. But in our workplaces, when we go, we're so careful. We, when I say we, us Christians are so careful not to offend, not to, to step on toes, but when they doing their stuff, whoever they are. They don't, you know, they don't That's give right. the same, same consideration to, oh, oh, if you're Christian, I don't want to cuss in front of you. No, they flim, flam, flum and just don't think nothing of it. You know what I mean? But we're so, I don't want to offend. So thank you. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm talking um, about. That's, that's the kind of dynamic that happens in, in community, you see, and, and I love it. Because, you know, we love each other. You understand what I'm saying? It's not about people pleasing. Yeah. I mean, we, we had that in the world, but to have someone that you can be accountable to who's not afraid to kind of, you know, sis, I think you better check yourself, you know, let's go back and see if you, really, you, know, if you really need to, to do that or, or consider this or what, whatever. But that happens in biblical community because like Jan says, the Holy Spirit in us is the one who helps us. Mm -hmm. He's the Amen. one. Amen. And on that, Nadine, let me bust in here real quick again. Megan, bless your heart, sweetie. She put in the chat that she's really and she needs prayer. And we have okay. got to hold her up. And um okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna go right there then because we're getting down to the wire yeah. anyway. The other two points was getting in God's word. There's just no way that you're gonna do know the no, you know, avoid deception if you don't know the truth. And of course, persevering in faith. Jan talked about that last week, perseverance in faith um, and all, all those things. And of course, prayer. So um, let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, what you shared with us tonight. And we, we cry out to you, Lord, for your help, because we know that in and of ourselves, there's no way for us to pull it off without your help. It just won't happen. So we're asking you, Lord God, by your Holy Spirit's power to strengthen us, Lord God, strengthen our resolve to not be so infatuated with this world that we let our guard down, that we you know, are so busy about intermingling with people that don't even believe in you, Lord God. Help us to, 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 to focus on those things, Lord God, that are gonna bring us into um, a, a position of, 
of righteousness, a position of faith, a position of trust in you. So that when things, go, you know, even when we mess up, we can feel, feel good about coming to you about our mess ups, knowing that you know how to fix it up. You know, Lord God, that we are but dust. You know that. And you've already provided a way out for us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I ask you to be with Megan tonight, Lord God, and just help her to remember that mindset that lets her know that she belongs to you and that you love her, Lord, that you've already given her everything that she needs for life and godliness. The decision is always up to her. But we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would move powerfully on her heart to remember, Lord God, who and who she is. Help her, Lord God, by your Holy Spirit's power. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, saints. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Anyone else? Prayer? Megan, I hope you're reading the comments in the chat, and I hope you are encouraged by them. Amen. I can't see the chat thing. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yes, we, yeah, well, we, have to be, we have to be here for one another to encourage one another and to lift one another up. I mean, that's that's all part of this a Christian community that we are a part of. But ladies, I wanted to say I thank you all so much for joining us tonight. And I pray that some of the things that we learned tonight are things that you can actually utilize in helping you to stay clear of some of those things that the enemy is going to use to draw people away from God. Uh, and we just thank God that that will not be our story. Amen. 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 Wonderful. All mm -hmm. right, then, saints. Well, thank you all again so much for joining us tonight. We'll be back again next week, and um, hopefully you all can join us. Thank you all for all your comments and uh, in the chat and your encouragements. Thank you so very much. And I will see you all next week. Same yeah. bat time and same, same bat channel. Don't have a whole ladies. Love you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. Love Thank you, Jen. Good night. Good work. Thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank, Thank you, you for being willing to share. God bless. Bye bye. Love you, Megan. You'll be fine. Stand firm in that faith, girl. Yeah, we.